Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Thursday in this program. You know what that means. We've got AEW Dynamite to talk about last night, a number of other topics as well. But unfortunately, again, we have started off with very bad news. Beautiful Bobby Eaton, one half of the best-known incarnation of the Midnight Express, has passed away at the age of 62. Although I believe Dave said 64. One way or the other, way too young. Deborah Eaton, his sister, confirmed his passing on Facebook. I never wanted to have to post this. My little brother, beautiful Bobby Eaton, passed away last night. When I found out all the details, I will post them. Bobby was the kindest, loving person you would ever meet. Loved him so much, I'm going to miss him. Please see, uh, please say a prayer for my niece, Taryn. She found him, and she just lost her mom a little over a month ago. Bodyslam.net reported back on July 25 that he was hospitalized after suffering a fall that left him with some broken fingers and a banged-up hip. Started wrestling in 1976, NWA Mid-Atlantic, then later uh, wrestled in Memphis, Mid-South, where he joined the Midnight Express with Loverboy Dennis Condry and Jim Cornette. Condry and Eaton were best known in Mid-South for their feud with the Rock and Roll Express, which would later be reignited in the Jim Crockett Promotions territory. Midnight Express joined Crockett Promotions in 1985. Condry left... JCP in 87, he was replaced by Stan Lane. They continued to wrestle as a team through 90 when Lane and Cornette left WCW. Eaton remained with the company on and off through 2000, winning the television title once and also teamed with Steve Regal, the current William Regal. But they were known as the Blue Bloods. He wrestled on the indie scene through 2015. Talk more about Bobby Eaton after the break. I cannot say enough good things about beautiful Bobby Eaton and particularly his team with Dennis Condry, which I prefer to the team with Stan Lane. But we can talk about this and so much more after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. The 
professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts will help with all your car care needs. Whether you're shopping for parts, accessories, or supplies, we've got you covered. Right now, get Superior Coverall Tire Shine 2 for $16, plus earn double O rewards points. Keep your car looking like new. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Bobby Eaton passed away. Holy smokes. This guy was the greatest. We say that about a lot of people, but I mean, he was one of the greatest. As a worker in the ring, absolutely unbelievable. And another one of those... You often hear this when people pass away. Oh, he was the nicest guy in the world. But when it comes to Bobby Eaton, you actually heard that long before he passed away. I mean, if you if you say the name Bobby Eaton, anybody who ever met Bobby Eaton, they all say the exact same thing. They've been saying it now for like 40 years. Nicest guy in the world. 
unbelievable wrestler. And the funny thing is, like, he uh, he never talked a lot because Cornette was always there and he didn't really enjoy talking. But you know what? Every now and then, he would need to cut a promo. And maybe it's just because it was the 80s. My God, the few times he actually had to cut a promo, he was he was a... And maybe he wasn't, like, a great promo, but you weren't expecting him to talk, and then he was really good, and so you thought, my God, this guy can do everything. I once watched a... I watched a lot of them. Bobby Eaton would do... Uh, and the Midnight Express, but Bobby would do singles squash matches as well. But if you watch oh, those old... Uh, uh, Jim Crockett Promotions World Championship. They're all up on the the network. You know, it's it's ninety minutes uh, if you watch it on the network, and there's a lot of squash matches. There's just tons of them. And every now and then you'd see a real match, but mostly it's just squash matches. And uh, they had the absolute worst. I mean, I'm talking the dirt worst jobbers you ever saw. And Bob Eaton would go in there, and uh, he decided he was going to put in some time with these just complete geeks. And man, like sometimes he'd go in there with a geek and they'd have like a really fun squash match that would be like an extended squash match. And then other times he'd go in there and like there was no saving it. It was just that this jobber was so horrible. And Bobby Eaton would get something out of him for a little while. And then you could just watch Bobby's face as he just realized, man, this guy sucks. And he'd just give up and he'd go right home. But uh, it's a talking point that you hear nowadays because uh, Jim Cornette likes to... Uh, he likes to not like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and, you know, I don't listen to the show, but we all know about it. And he doesn't like the, the, he doesn't like the way that they work nowadays in, in AEW. And Dave has mentioned before that, dude, go back and look at what Bobby Eaton used to do in the 80s. I mean, you're talking about a guy doing too many moves and too many finishes. I don't know what the match was because I can't remember. But Bobby Eaton... He's just doing some random squash match on World Championship Wrestling with just a nobody. And I have never seen someone hit so many moves in a squash match. It was like comedy. It was like he decided, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to hit this guy with every finisher on the planet for like 15 minutes. And he's hitting, there's a top rope superplex and there's the Alabama jam. And he's not finishing the guy with any of this stuff. Big move, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, my God. But that's what Bobby Eaton used to do. And there were many, he was, he had many teammates. Stan Lane, obviously, and Stan Lane was great. And uh, Regal and the Blue Bloods, some of the younger people may remember the Blue Bloods. Because, I mean, my God, you had Bobby Eaton and, and I used to, uh, Stephen Regal at the time. Currently William Regal. And they were great as well. But, bro, in my opinion, the greatest team was Bobby Eaton and Dennis Condry. I loved the team. I loved Dennis Condry. God bless the guy. You know, he, he reminded me of, uh, who were they in Mexico? Uh, Los, Los Wapos, when it was just like these, these horrific, but like they were, the, they were the handsome men. And Dennis Condry, uh, God bless the guy, but he was not... A pretty man. American shocker. But man, that he, no, it wasn't shocker. It was um, what was his name? Uh, who was the other oh, guy? Um, 
What was the other <laughs> guy's name? The real ugly one. It was um, Shocker and uh, help me out here. I can't remember off the top of my head. Not Beastia. Uh, who was it? Well, there was oh, Beastia. Sell. Uh, uh, I mean, he was a horror as well. But uh, <laughs> the 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 pinnacle. Anyway. I'll find it here as, as Mike gets talking. Scorpio Jr. Scorpio Jr., my God. <laughs> and Bestia Selvaje. I mean, both of them. Yes. But, I mean, Dennis Condry was just like, and I think he may have, you know, he didn't try to make himself look pretty. But uh, their gimmick was that he was pretty. But they would just go in there and be ugly, and they just destroy these jobbers week after week. And it was such. And then, of course, you know, everyone talks about the great matches that they had. And they're great matches with great teams, Rock and Roll Express, etc. I mean, those matches were unbelievable. But I was just, as a wrestler, I would just love watching them go in with nothing happening geeks and entertain me. That was one of the things that I loved about uh, about the Midnight Express. But, man, they were, they were just the greatest. Bob Eaton, I mean, I'm sure it'll come out in the coming days. You could probably go on, on the Twitter timeline and just see what everybody said about Bob Eaton. But... If you don't think that Bobby Eaton was an influence to younger wrestlers here in 2021, think again, because he was. And uh, he was a great worker, and uh, there you go. Very sad story. Very sad story. Yeah, I, my heart goes out to everybody, literally everybody that knew him because everybody loved him, but especially Jim Cornette, especially Arn Anderson, who lived up the street for from them for years, and they are they were always very very close. It's not if you if you think about it pragmatically, it's not a shock because he's had so many health issues for so long, the congestive heart failure, and he almost passed away a couple of years ago. And but it's still a shock, especially I mean his poor family, Donna Dundee who he was married to for years. And you want to talk about a great... Bill Dundee was a legitimate carny, okay? In a carny business, okay? And what do carnies not like? Other carnies trying to slime up on their family members. Bill Dundee's daughter, when the mother found out that that Bill, that she was going to go out with a wrestler, they were beside themselves. Then they found out it was Bobby Eaton and went, well, that's okay, because Bobby's so nice. So even in a business where carnies just want to slay other carnies, now, nah, Bobby Eaton rose above all of that, and anybody that ever had anything to do with him uh, says the same thing. As you mentioned, I can't, I can't tell you how great of a worker he was. But the thing is, Bobby Eaton is so great, even people that never got in a ring before, you know, and I've been in a ring, but I certainly never worked in one. You could just see how great he was, and he was great from the time he started at 17 years old. I think he was probably 15 when he really kind of got into the business, setting up rings and doing all that sort of stuff. But by the time he was like 19 years old and he's working with Lanny Poffo and Randy Savage and these other people in Tennessee, he's already just kicking butt and taking names, and it just went from there. And the team with with the you know Dennis Condry and then later Stan Lane is what he's known for. But there's footage out there of him teamed up with Coco Ware in Memphis. That's awesome. Like you mentioned, the team with with William Re Lord Stephen Regal, where he was the Earl of Eaton with, with with Dave Taylor and Bill Dundee and Jeeves and whoever else was was a part of that group. But just the greatest, possibly the greatest tag team wrestler of all time who in fact teamed up with one of the other greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Arn Anderson. There aren't enough superlatives you can say about his work. Like you mentioned, those squash matches from back in the day, 
man, he'd get in there if you had George South or Gary Royal or Mike Jackson or a guy who could actually go and Bobby Eaton would be in there with him. They would make those horrible squash matches that we would see over and over and over again on every show exciting and fun with Cornette on commentary, Eaton hamming it up. Just unbelievable, and that's the other thing, too. See, everything, everybody else, just to interrupt real quick, everybody else just wanted to get in there and make their money and hit their moves and get out. But Eaton would go in there, and he decided he was going to put in some time with these geeks, and they were going to work a match. Brought excitement to him. I could not have been one of those geeks. (laughs) That's, you know, just, oh, man, just, just absolutely amazing. And, you know, the footage is there. Magnum TA and Mr. Wrestling 2, The Fantastics, The Rock and Roll Express. I mean, even Pillman and Zank, the original Midnight. Go ahead, just choose matches. You're going to see them, and you're going to be fulfilled and better off for watching them. In a moment, everybody, Observer Live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-That's 800-306-1760. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. 
For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, VB, also WrestlingObserver.com. Someone in the chat wanted to know if beautiful Brian Alvarez came from beautiful Bobby Eaton. And uh, I didn't come up with that name, so you'd have to ask Frank Culbertson. But I do know that uh, obviously we can't ask the late, great Buddy Wayne. But I'm pretty sure that he uh, studied Bobby Eaton like a crazy person. Because if you ever watch Buddy work, I mean, that was the same sort of style. We did we did once work as, I, I believe, the new Fabulous. What were we, the new Fabulous ones or the new... Uh, we had no some way. goofy gimmick where the two of us were like an old school Southern tag team or something like that. That's awesome. It the new, it was either the Fabulous ones or the Fantastics or something like that. It was very wacky. You guys were the all rights. <laughs> we were, uh, yeah... So did you have bow ties and uh, what do they call it? A little stretch? No, we didn't gimmick? do the bow ties. But we uh-huh. had, uh, yeah. <laughs> you and Buddy. I, tell, I mean, I'm I'm happy to see people bring up you know uh, stories in the chat about Eaton and some of their favorite matches and things like that. I mean, somebody brought up War Games '92. Man, you know, with the exception maybe some of the originals, that that Dangerous Alliance War Games was so awesome. And, I mean, so many tag matches, singles matches even, too, because that's the thing. When Cornette and Stan Lane left, they didn't know what to do with Bobby. So he was kind of teaming up with random people. He'd end up in six-mans. And then he, he kind of gets into the, t- the TV title hunt, which was in some ways always kind of a worker's title there anyway with Tully and Arn and guys like that. So he ended up getting that and actually had a babyface run. And a lot of people kind of forget about that. And he was just the easiest person to like. Again, not Mr. Dynamic or anything like that. But once he got in the ring and once you heard the crowd response, I mean, you know, always so much better. And and everybody can say they respected his work. You know, a lot of people didn't really understand his drawing power or the connection that he actually had with fans because of all these little things that he would do on the ring apron and the faces he would make. And all these little subtle things that he would do. He was just... He was one of the greatest workers, I, I, you know, of his era, certainly. And I guess there's years, I mean, if you take Japan out of the picture, even if you leave it in the picture, I mean, he was one of the best wrestlers in the world consistently for a, you know, a long, long time. I mean, from the the early, late 70s, early 80s, all the way into to the early 90s. I mean, spectacular, as well as being a part in the glue of, of two of the greatest teams of all time. You know, the one team, the Midnight Express, with two different partners. Let's read some of this feedback about Beautiful Bobby. This person says, when I was a kid, I hated Beautiful Bobby Eaton because he was a filthy cheater with a cowardly manager who never got what was coming to him. When I was an adult, I loved him because I realized the level of skill it took for him to make everything he did look effortless. And while I unfortunately never met him personally, everyone in the business who ever brought him up had universal praise and admiration for him. 
That's almost unheard of in wrestling. Go watch a Midnight Express match today and reminisce. This person says, rest in power, Bobby Eaton. Bobby is someone you study and watch in awe. He was better than most of everybody's favorite wrestlers when it came to workmanship. One of the greatest tag team workers of all time. This person says, as a kid, I'd get Rock and Roll Express confused with the Midnight Express. They say in duos, a star breaks out and becomes a superstar. Bobby Eaton was one. He had the hard attitude, ability to grab fans' attention. Earth will never forget the beautiful one. I would imagine if anyone was close to Bobby Eaton, it'd be a man who managed him, Jim Cornette. I may not agree with his beliefs on modern wrestling, but I respect the character he portrayed, one that led an express to tag team wrestling history. Hey, everybody. You don't have to qualify your comments with what you think of Jim Cornette now. Jim Cornette was a wrestling manager back in the day. You can separate the two things and just talk about Bobby Eaton's career without having to mention Jim Cornette. Uh, The punch. I would practice, because like every kid, you practice, you know, your wrestling moves on a on a large pillow, or if you're lucky enough to have a younger sibling to, to beat up and throw around in your No, brother, you practice that. on a wall, on a door frame, <laughs> because because you're trying to learn how to throw a punch well, without but, but hold on. touching the other guy. But that's what I was going to say was, like, you know, the knee drop, and I, I tweeted it this morning, you know, the knee drop off the top rope. Everybody brings up the Alabama jam, but his knee drop where he would just kind of form the diamond with his knees. You know, he'd have his, his feet together and he'd come off and he never touched the guy, almost never touched the guy he was rolling through on that knee. And I tried that so many times. And like you mentioned, that punch. Anybody, everybody from Tennessee, Ronnie Garvin, Jim Cornette, Jerry Lawler, you name them, anybody from Tennessee, a manager, if they worked backstage and sold merchandise, all of them can throw a punch. And that punch from Bobby Eaton, that's why so many people today, they they go nuts over lazy punches or punches that don't look good because it's like all those guys, man, that's short right. And you would hear the pop. You would hear the slap, but you didn't see it. You didn't see the obvious thigh slap. You didn't see, you know, the, the it was always tight. It was always amazing. And that little short punch is something that I know I practiced. I know a lot of other wrestlers did, too, because it just looks so damn good. Him and Bob Cook, there were a handful of guys who really, they threw punches better than anybody else. And that short right from, from Bobby Eaton or the short left didn't matter. Either one was always awesome. Or says Ric Flair used a piece of string. Listen, I didn't throw the best punches in the world, but I always thought I will practice on like uh, when you open a door, uh, the the thin what do you whatever you call it, the inner edge of the door, or whatever. You practice string. on that because uh. if you practice on a string, that's great. But if you mess up, it, there's no consequence for you. Whereas with you, when you practice on a hard door frame, if you if you mess up, you hurt your own hand. Because the idea was that you work light to protect the other person. And the other thing, which, I mean, it's not going to happen nowadays, but it happened, uh, it helped me, was when I was a kid, I took uh, Taekwondo. And for Taekwondo, we had sparring. And so you weren't allowed to hit, it wasn't like full contact, so you weren't allowed to hit the other person. But you had to get in close enough that when you did the little sparring stuff, you know, the judge would go, ah, point, like they did in the video game. That's exactly what we did, actually, in real life. So I had to learn to throw kicks and all of that stuff where you you would touch the other person, but, like, barely touch them. So it was actually an easy transition to go into pro wrestling where the idea is you have to convince people 
that you are kicking, punching, even any move, locking up. But in reality, you're not actually touching the other person as you did it. So that was Bobby Eaton. I mean, I don't know if Bobby Eaton touched another man in his life when he was in a wrestling ring. Well, did you? Uh, who was the lightest worker? Handshake? Buddy. That you ever so not it was even, Buddy. It, it wasn't even like in like. Because uh, Bobby Eaton was like, if not you even shook in, hands with a feather duster, like somebody was dude, holding the handle. That's what it was like with Bobby Eaton. Just the feathers. That's how light his worker's handshake was. I I always, from day one, I I always was attempting to. It was it was you know not real. So I was always from day one trying to be very light. But the first time, the first time, I drove down to um, I was I don't want to make this about me, but it's a quick story. So I was doing matches for Tim Flowers, and I was like 145 pounds. And Buddy was short, but he was maybe 195 pounds. And he was always looking for small guys that he could do matches with. The small guy would be the heel, he'd be, or the baby face, he'd be the heel, blah, blah, blah. So he watched one of the matches I did with Tim, and he went up to Tim and he said, I want to take this guy all over the place and we could do matches and whatever. So we started going places. So the first place we ever went was Prineville, Oregon, I believe. And we were going to do a show in a, it was like in a bull ring or something like that. And so we drove all the way down there. I never wrestled. I'd never been in the ring with him in my whole life. I was petrified because I was used to being able to, you know, practice matches or, or whatever. But every time I asked him what he was, he's, oh, well, we'll call it in the ring, brother, or whatever. So finally we get down there and, and we get changed, which is outside and we're behind this building. That's like the where we had to head into the bull ring. And, uh, and we were about to go out there. We'd not, gone, we'd not practice anything. There was no getting in the ring before. It was just he was going to call it, and I better be able to do whatever he's going to call. But right before, right before we were about to go out there, he goes, lock up with me once. This is like the most important thing to him, apparently, if I could lock up. And uh, we go to lock up, and I must have touched him. And, like, he just stopped, and he looked at me, and I think he was just going to jump in the car and drive back to Washington because he was – this was the most unacceptable lockup that he had ever experienced. So he goes, brother, if you lock up like that, this ain't going to happen. And so we had, like, the five-minute crash course on lock up the best you can. It needs to look real, but if you touch me, we're out of here. And that was, uh, that was the way it was from that point forward, and I, I had to be so careful – you better not touch this guy because he's not going to touch you. And nobody, like there was nobody that was even close to as light as, as Buddy was in the ring. And he worked exactly like Bobby Eaton. So I would presume that Bobby Eaton was, was like 10 times lighter than Buddy, which to me is inconceivable that you could be that light. That's the way things were back then. That's why he learned everything from Rip Rogers. That's who trained oh, Buddy. So you want to talk about light, there's another one, Rip Rogers. That was a guy where the old, it was a day off. They never, they never touched you. You never even knew that they were there. You had to pay attention because if they want to yank down your hair by not even touching your hair, you better be ready. Otherwise, they're going to go like this, and you're going to stand there, and then there's going to be trouble. And that's where Rip was right out of that same crew, man. That same group came around a little bit later, obviously broken with ICW, but that same Talk about another guy who could throw an incredible punch too, and you know you talked about the wall. And why you, know, you said it right there? Why you practice with the wall as opposed to a piece of string? Because you feel something, and if you actually land a punch on a guy like a Buddy Wayne, 
you're going to be feeling something coming back. So, and hey, I, speaking of speaking of Rip before the break, I mean, we'll talk about AEW and everything after the break, but Rip Rogers, all those guys, Kurt Angle, Randy Orton, John Cena, all those guys, Rip Rogers, early 2000s. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, we got a lot of news we got to get into here today before this show ends. Very quickly, some news, and we'll do AW. NXT, 520000 on Sci-Fi Network. That's all. I don't need to say anything else. It's Sci-Fi. Don't worry about it. Although yesterday, everybody worried about it because... 
2021. All right. Uh, New Japan Strong, August 16th. The list of names will be on the show. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jay White, Ishii, Filthy Tom Lawler, Juice Robinson, Leo Rush, Ren Narita, Fred Rosser, Carl Fredericks, Clark Connors, and Hikaleo. If we don't get a Filthy Tom Lawler versus Ishii, Jay White, or Tanahashi match for that strong openweight title, I'm going to be pretty upset. I want all of them. We've also got a list of shows. Strong is going to be taped Saturday, September 25th, Sunday, September 26th, and Saturday, October 16th, and Sunday, October 17th. It will be in Garland, Texas, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And uh, Philadelphia, New Japan, Strong, at the former ECW Arena. I'm there. There you go. want to quickly mention that uh, there are a lot of rumors about SummerSlam. We need to wait and see, okay? I'm, I'm not saying there's anything to it, but I'm also not saying that there's nothing to it. Because I know that, like, people have at least been talking about SummerSlam in Vegas. I don't know if it's going to lead anywhere. I don't know where any of this is going to go. But it's not a non-story. But it's also not if you go online, you go, SummerSlam canceled! Let's not uh, go nutty here, okay? Something may be up, but... We need to wait a few days and find out what's going on. Uh, Natty announced that uh, wait, she, should, she should she should be back now. in under a month. What? I, I was sleeping all day. Wait, what are you What are you saying about nothing? This, that's this all summer I know summer. about it. All I know is that there are rumors about SummerSlam. Not hot, really? just there are rumors, but they're not all fully like you know a bunch of people on the internet writing stuff or whatever, or tweeting whatever. I mean, there has been some talk about. What's going on here? Masks and Vegas and et cetera, et cetera. I tell you what. We'll see what Game, happens. Game Changer Wrestling may have had the right idea. Maybe Vince, this is what Vince really needs to do, is is to pick everybody up and go to Slab City, you know, the, the lawless, unincorporated town that is uh, self-sufficient and takes care of itself. If you steal from someone, they go to your tent and then they burn everything down and they, they run you out of there. That's where Vince needs to go, apparently, and build a new performance center. That way he wouldn't have to worry about any of these rules or anything like that. Maybe an issue getting people there, but you know what? Hey, you wouldn't have to worry about masks and your show being canceled or all this talk about SummerSlam, whatever this talk is about it being canceled or postponed or in some sort of danger. A couple of ticket notes from Russell Ticks. The Madison Square Garden show is 92% full. Got about 9,300 people uh, or 9,300 tickets distributed. Uh, capacity is just over 10,000. SmackDown tomorrow is at uh, 8,400. Uh, they've got 1,000 tickets out remaining. Uh, Dynamite in Jacksonville last night ended up 85% full. 2,500 tickets, their second biggest crowd of all time. 467 tickets were not purchased by Tony Khan. What happened to this guy buying tickets? He hasn't yeah, bought really. any for weeks now. Raw on uh, Monday night, this coming Monday. Although, Brian, maybe people think he's got a proxy. I, I told you, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but you heard about but the proxy those, didn't do anything. So those those underprivileged kids that are being bust in. Did you hear about that? Those weren't underprivileged kids. Dude, get out of here. You know, there's a whole there's I got a, a lot cabal. to get into here, and you're doing these goofy things. Well, I mean, 73... really, do we have that much to get into? Yes, we have the whole AEW report in this news. Raw on Monday night. Raw on Monday night. 7,300 tickets out. 
9,000 is the capacity, so they have almost 2,000 tickets that they have not sold yet. Dynamite on August 11th, next week, is at uh, 4,500 with 1,000 tickets remaining. And the Rampage on Friday is at 4,500 with 1,000 tickets remaining. I can't believe the Ticketmaster report is now such a clutch part of programming. People are dying. This is the new ratings are the new are the ticket sales. This is crazy. People got Patreon set up to talk about ticket sales. Well, I can get I'm on the Dynamite if you let me here. Go ahead. All right. Crying out loud. Dynamite on Wednesday night. Chris Jericho defeated Juventud Guerrera in the opener. And uh, Dave thought that Juventud was uh, one of the best workers on the show. Dave's in a good mood. Sometimes. I think I watched a different match. I mean, yeah, well. he was fine. Let me put it this way. When I heard Jericho versus uh, Juventud Guerrera in 2021, and I've heard a lot of stories about Juventud Guerrera, this did, in fact, exceed my expectations, maybe greatly. But I would not say that Juventud was one of the best workers on the entire show. Jericho won with the Judas Effect off the top. Wardlow attacked him afterwards. It is Jericho versus Wardlow in the fourth labor, which is the final labor before he faces MJF. We got these blokes that are just like, they're itching. They're itching. You know what's funny is like, for weeks now, everybody, including Lance Storm, has been asking who the fifth labor is going to be. It turns out the fifth labor is MJF, which, by the way, has been the story from day one. But for whatever reason, everybody thought there were five labors and then MJF. And apparently I'm the bad guy because... I'm just the loudest person, so I'm the I'm the one that is just a complete fool in this situation. Even though, like our chat here at the beginning of the show, they were like, "What? MJF is a fifth labor? A guy on the, this guy on the board's all up in arms." And meanwhile, everyone else on the board is like, "What? MJF is the fifth labor? Well, yes, MJF is the fifth labor. MJF is not. He is not the referee next week. There was a." Uh, there was a faux pas where MJF came out and he said, I, next week, to make sure things are fair and square, I'll be out there. And then and then Jim Ross said, he'll be the referee. But he's not going to be the referee. But no one else corrected Jim Ross in the moment. And so for an hour, I was sitting there thinking that MJF was going to be the referee. And then they uh, announced that uh, that MJF was not the referee. So so MJF was never going to be the referee. But because of the way that things went on the show, it sounded like either somebody messed up or they changed their minds. From day one, MJF was not going to be the referee. And uh, there was a combination of disasters that led to uh, apparently only me thinking that MJF was going to be the referee. And then it turned out that he is not. Oh, God, everybody get the pitchforks and torches out for JR. You know, if I... Actually, it's for me. It's for me! Well, they should always be out for you. Somebody should be chasing you up a mountain right now. Hangman Page and the Evil uh, Evil Uno and the Dark Order, they've all gone their separate ways, which played into something later. We had Moxley, Kingston, and Darby versus the former Ever-Rise and Daniel Garcia. The highlight of which was... Uh, Matt Martell, as he used to be called, now Matt Lee, sliding out of the ring and marking out for Sting that the real Sting was here. 
And then Darby wiped this bloke out. It was he awesome. just killed oh this gosh. poor guy. So awesome. Oh, Coffin drop finish. The baby faces won. Uh, that was that was a fun time. Great visual. Great, great, great camera work. All that stuff. They announced that Gallows and Anderson are defending the Impact Tag Team titles on Dynamite next week against the Dark Order. So Impact Tag Team titles next week on the show. Christian defeated the Blade to become the number one contender. He has vowed to go out there and stir up something that was bleeped off the show because there's a quota of the number of times you can say the S word. He's going to stir it up with the Elite next week. So it does appear it will be Christian against Kenny Omega at the pay-per-view, which, as I've noted before, if CM Punk is debuting at All Out against Darby, then you could have Kenny Omega defend his title against whoever, Nick Wayne. It doesn't matter. The show's going to sell out. And trust me, I think Kenny Omega and Christian are likely able to have a good world championship match. Hopefully he can outwork everybody, right, Brian? Britt Baker and Red Velvet will be taking place on the Rampage debut for the title, uh, which will probably lead to an angle, and we'll know who Britt's opponent is at the pay-per-view, which I would guess would be Thunder Rosa. She's going to be a heel in Pittsburgh. No. Blows me away. Well, she's she is a heel. She's going to be, but they've pretty to be much, presented, yeah. They've pretty much decided, eh, they're going to cheer, who cares? Well, that's why we I can't, can't stop believe... It. They're they're doing that match with I mean Red Velvet's uh, to me looks like one of their their baby faces on the come up in the women's division you know going to be one of their signature people to me it just blows me away I get it she can be bitchy Britt Baker but she can still I mean to me fans are forcing this into her being a baby face there's no way she goes anywhere let alone Pittsburgh and people aren't going to cheer Britt Baker but Hangman Page promo and he was attacked by the elite and the Dark Order came out to save them, but then Uno and Grayson said no. Go to the back. He demanded to be left alone. And so he was beaten unmercifully by the elite. Dan Lambert's coming back next week and he's got backup. I cannot wait for that. <laughs> Miro beat Lee Johnson in a great match. Everybody knew that Lee Johnson was gonna lose. But they gave Lee Johnson, and I'm talking they meaning Miro, he sold his ass off for this guy. And it was a really good match until finally he crushed him with the game over. But that one was good. Layla Hirsch beat the Bunny. This was not as good as the last match. Layla Hirsch is now the number one contender for the NWA women's title, which is held by Goliath. They brought out uh, Camille. And heels. You know, um, speaking of Buddy Wayne, he was uh, 5'4", and uh, he married a woman who, I mean, she's got to be 6'2". And that's why, by the way, if you've ever seen Buddy's son, I so wanted to do a match with Buddy's son because I wanted to do the bully gimmick with the little kid. Well, the kid's 16 and 6'2 now, so, I mean, this match is out the window. It'd be ridiculous. But anyway, she also... Would always go everywhere in heels. It's like you're six two. You have to be six six. So Camille's out there, and she's like six ten, and uh, Layla Hirsch is like four two. So you know the story they're trying to tell. But holy smoke, she's tall. And then finally in the main event, Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes. What a match! Four minutes, 
Cody just sold and sold and sold. I'm going to talk more on the Brian and Vinny show tonight because I don't have time now. But that spot they did through the table, the greatest. And I'll explain why tonight. Yes. Cody barely gets back in the ring. Alistair Black does the kick. And for whatever you want to say about Jim Ross, and uh, Jim Ross made a huge mistake when he said that MJF was the ref. Jim Ross doesn't like to know who's going to win. So he doesn't know who's going to win. So he uh, Malachi Black hits his kick on Cody, and he puts one foot on his chest. And JR dismissively goes, you're not beating him like that. And it was a three count. And all of a sudden, JR just, I mean, he marked out bigger than any of the fans. He is just, he can't believe what, he can't believe his eyes. So Malachi destroys Cody Rhodes. The place is going crazy. Uh, like, you know how long this dude was in a closet? And one four-minute match, and he's like the hottest guy in AEW. Because there's a way to book people, and there's a way not to book people. If you truly, truly want to get people over. Cody then teases he's going to retire. He's taking off his boots. He's doing this tearful promo. And Malachi Black hits him in the back with a crutch. This was an awesome ending to the show. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, A.W. turned Malachi Black into a star overnight. Massive, genuine heel heat in his first match in the promotion. Vince kept him in a closet for two years. Mm. Tale of two companies. Yeah, it sure is. I'll tell you what, you know what I took out of today's show? Besides our, you know, the the great relationship and rapport that we have, uh, pro wrestling is awesome. You know, that's the one thing about Bobby Eaton is just, even with him passing, a reminder of how great pro wrestling can be, how great it can be with the work inside the ring, how great the promos can be, how great all of it is. And AEW, there was on some, some on display last night as well, too, there, the Malachi Black Cody Rhodes thing and, and a bunch of other stuff as well, too, and... You know, everybody you know, in there bitching and moaning and, and throwing things at each other in the chat and, you know, online. And, and that's everywhere. It's just, just how we are. But uh, you know, a reminder that pro wrestling is pretty damn awesome, too. And that should be the reason that, you know, we're all here. That's, that's the reason a lot of us are here in the first place, whether you call it sports entertainment or pro wrestling. It, it be strongest. Love the pro wrestling. We are out of time, everybody. Tonight, WrestlingObserver.com for audio subscribers or video.f4wonline.com for video subscribers. Myself and Vinny, 90 minutes, AEW and NXT. Everything you ever wanted to know about both shows coming up tonight. I got a lot to say I never got into today. So check it out tonight, WrestlingObserver.com, video.f4wonline.com. We'll be back tomorrow. Here on Wrestling Observer Live with more. I want to thank Mike as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio, our Twitch homies. Talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.